And I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set out before me. And that's all there is to it. Just another fat fuck walking out of the casino with a suitcase. All right, we're back in studio. Tuesday night means it's time for the It's Just Money podcast. Uh, another great weekend from you boys. 17, 8, and 1. A couple of those were off the board, so you guys didn't get them. But that doesn't mean they didn't hit. Um, if you did follow the boards, they were 9, 4, and 1, which is damn good. Sounds like you're up money. That's why you tail us. Uh, we are so back, just like we told you. How did our weekend go, fellas? Uh, you know, I had a pretty good weekend. I had two straight plays on the board and then two parlays. The parlays hit. Straight plays did not. Um, Indiana, Maryland both forgot how to play offense. Both quarterbacks look terrible. Uh, Penix goes out for the year, kind of something you're um, hoping the best for that guy. But both teams forgot how to play offense. That over doesn't hit. Have the under in the Michigan State-Northwestern game. Northwestern gives up 17 off the rip in the first quarter. That ends up winning by like three points. So tuple Tough or a couple tough situations, um, but both parlays hit, which means you're way up money. So I got my money back and then some. Um, off the board plays, a lot of hoops, that kind of stuff was just stuff that I was researching throughout the day and playing. So apologies for not getting that out, but I just wanted to make sure I got my feet under myself a little bit before we start throwing a lot of hoops plays out there. Uh, pretty good. Uh, two and two card on the weekend. Uh, lock of the week still continues on. Uh, six and four uh, behind the card, uh, four and zero or like three and one on college basketball, which surprised me. And then I actually won money on NFL Sunday, so I feel like if I if you go and win money on NFL Sunday, that's like a bigger win for me than college football. And then I won a actually a big seven team parlay for about eight units up. So that was yeah, that pretty much made my weekend there. So can't complain by any means. Uh, I went 5-0-1 this weekend. Obviously, that's a great weekend. Uh, hit on Iowa State, Notre Dame, Florida, and Coastal. Obviously, those are free picks that we gave you guys out. And then I bet college basketball, Iowa as well against Southern. And the Chiefs on Sunday, which I thought was going to hit, but it ended up pushing uh, late game heroics from your boy Tom Brady. What do you know? But not enough. Chiefs still edged that one out. That's a great weekend. All in all, we're, you're way up money if you listen to us, which you should. Uh, but let's jump in. Let's go college football. Uh, what is this now? Week 13? 12? 13? It's so out of whack because you have Big Ten on a certain week, the ACC's on a different week, the Pac 12's on a different week. I don't, I don't know. I just always put the week, like the Saturday the games are on, and just play off that. Anyway, let's go into a Thursday, December 3rd. That is two days from now. Uh, Conference, UFA, Conference USA matchup. Holy tongue twister. Uh, La Tech at North Texas. La Tech rolls in four and three. North Texas three and four. Both teams are three and four against the spread. This is a line of two in favor of the Bulldogs. The over/under is 66. And if you're betting North Texas, they're 110 on the money line. Clear forecast. What is the play? For being a de facto Tech fan, it's oh wait, 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 go ahead, Schaefer. You lead yeah, off. Yeah. We, well, we are de facto. Yeah, that's tech a, that's podcast. A, yeah. So me. it's finally nice to. Watch them after a month-long wait from their last game was October 31st. Don't you feel shitty for those kids? Yeah, that, like that sucks. Tough. Um, this would actually be on my card this weekend, but I'll probably post my card Friday. So Thursday night game, I'm obviously not going to put it up. Uh, but I do have Louisiana Tech minus two here. I love it. I've put it in already. 
North Texas, I watched them last weekend against UTSA. They're very bad on defense, giving up 625 yards uh, to a very average Texas San Antonio team. Louisiana Tech, when they've played this year, they're 5-1 against the spread, uh, against losing records uh, teams even going into last year. Like I said, they haven't played in a month. Will that be a factor? It could be good, as in maybe they're all fully healthy, ready to go, and they have a good scouting report, or they have some rust to shake off, and that could be a little shaky, maybe why that line has came down to two after starting at four and a half. But I think they found their quarterback in Luke Anthony. He's 13 touchdowns on the year with only four picks. I think this La Tech offense is too efficient to not uh, stay off the field against a very bad North Texas defense. Yeah, and I think that's one thing you looked at earlier in the year. We were looking at Tech and seeing that they had two quarterbacks playing. Both quarterbacks have played in all games, um, but they found their foot uh, with Anthony, and he's been playing really well as well. Um, the best player on the field has got to be Henderson, uh, Tech's running back. They are powerful when he gets the ball. They are very solid um, when they control the time and the clock and all that stuff. Looking at just everything that's going on with Tech, you do worry about the rust like Schaefer talked about. You do worry about just guys not getting reps. And even like practice reps probably cut down and they're not um, playing games and shut down for a while. But North Texas just hasn't looked like the team that a lot of people maybe thought they were going to be. You thought they are going to be more, um, maybe scratch out a couple more wins early. But it just doesn't feel like that at the moment. Um, North Texas can put up points, but it just feels like Tech's the play here. I probably won't play. I'll just sit back and watch this one. But I do think Tech um, kind of has a game in this situation where it's theirs to lose. Uh, yeah, you got to ride Lot Tech here if you're a part of this podcast and you're going to tail us because we love Lot Tech. Uh, I don't mind that pick at two, but with the time off in between, I probably won't touch it. I'll enjoy watching them. Uh, it's just too much time off in between. You don't know what North Texas is capable of. What if they are that team this week? You have no idea. And with that's just too long of a break for me to touch it. Okay, huge game this week. We got an independent traveling to the top of the Sun Belt. Liberty at Coastal, obviously one of the biggest games of the week. College game day uh, at Coastal for the first time ever. Liberty rolls in 9-1. Coastal's 9-0, obviously. Liberty, however, 8-2 against the spread, while Coastal is 7-1-1. Uh, I think you know what I'm going to say, but I'll let you guys go. Rain in the forecast. Rain in the forecast. This is, this is something that, I, I mean, we had circled. We've brought it up multiple times. This is the game that um, Liberty's going to end with. We've talked about Liberty, how much we like them. We've obviously talked about how much we like Coastal. This situation is crazy. I think a seven-point line is just... Um, yes, Vegas. let me go over that really yeah. quick. Seven-point line is what it opened up at live on Bet365. It is eight and a half. The yeah. over-under is 55 and a half. And if you're betting Liberty on the money line, it's plus 245. So it's actually shot up in favor of Coastal Carolina. Why and what's going to happen? I think that's... That might be your sharp. So, like all those people in Vegas who you consider your sharp betters, um, putting in the easy money or not the easy money, the quick money on the seven, thinking that if this goes up, it's going to be a tougher thing to hit, especially at a weird number like that. Uh, this is a big number because Coastal has been rolling teams. They have been playing really well. They're having a, not a Cinderella type season, but like a season um, that you'll remember for a while if you're a Shots fan. But looking at Liberty, we're going to. I'm going to start with Liberty Shape. Jump in whenever you want. Um, they already have two ACC wins. Uh, they got beat by NC State, a close one, where everybody thought it was going to be a shootout, ended up not being a shootout. Um, they've, they've been challenged. They've played really good teams. They've played the big time. They've played the teams that they should blow out, and they blew them out. Um, the defensive stats don't tell who they are. Their stats are very solid on defense, but they don't play that great of defense. You can look back at the teams they've played and absolutely shut down, like North Alabama last weekend, for example. 
just not a good measuring stick. Um, Malik Willis is a dude. Again, the kid has, leads a team in passing, leads a team in rushing. He is a very good quarterback. This is going to be the best quarterback Coastal's seen all year for sure. Um, but seven and eight feels like a lot of points to be giving this team. Whether Coastal's riding high or not, that's a lot of points. Um, I can see this thing squeaking at four or five, ending on a last-minute drive. I think um, it could be a high-scoring ball game too. I mean, Coastal's defense looked really good. But this team scores a lot of points, and I don't see Liberty going in two big matchups in two and three weeks and just having another letdown. So I really like that. Um, it's 100% Coastal's year. Maribel is the best back in this game. Other than um, Willis on the other side for Liberty, he is one of the best players on the field for sure. But the defense will tell the tale this weekend. I mean, that is going to be the whole thing. Liberty's offense, Coastal's defense, what happens kind of thing. So I'm leaning Liberty right now, and that might be a play on my board for sure. So. Well, listeners, I'm going to be a little honest with you here. I'm actually surprised to see this line uh, go up at Hard Rock. I have it at 9.5 right now. I actually, I'm going to be honest, I took it at 7 this afternoon, uh, favoring Liberty, because Jeez. I thought this line was coming down, to be completely honest with you. I expected it to be at like 6 uh, tomorrow. I thought they we were really underestimating Liberty, and apparently they just keep thinking that Liberty is not going to cover in this game. Is there like a COVID thing going on? Liberty no one knows about that. That might be. I, I I'm that's what I'm, I'm really shocked to see that right now. It's too bad that they have that loss against NC State. This would have been an awesome uh, ranked uh, by both teams' yeah. opponent. Uh, but Liberty is seven and zero in their last seven games against the spread. That's very uh, uplifting to me. And like Willis, like you said, he actually has over 2,000 yards and 20 touchdowns this year, JP. Their offense is ranking 19th in the nation with 37 points per game. I don't think uh, Coastal has seen an offense like this all year. They've seen good teams in Louisiana and Appalachian State, but I don't think their offenses are nearly as lethal as Liberty's. I don't think Coastal's going to win, but I might even – Whoa, or or, Sorry, Liberty, I I apologize. I don't think Liberty's going to win, but – Man, seven and a, seven sounded a lot to me. I might double down and even take it well, at nine and a half. You have to at that at nine and a half. Like that covers yeah. your touchdown. That covers your close game at the end, kind of thing. Um, but I'm t- like, that's what it is, and that's obviously where Parks is standing on this. Is Coastal's been rolling so much, and they've been playing so well. I like, love those boys against ATS. This is um, the biggest game in up. both their programs' history. So I mean, yeah. it's it's on. It's college game day. It's national tele- nationally televised. It's I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, and it's two coaches that are literally going to be in the top five coaches uh, this offseason looking for jobs. I mean, there's going to be openings all over the country that Hugh Freeze and I can't remember the guy at Coastal's. I never remember that guy's name, but are going to be top of these boards right and liberty wants to be recognized nationally coastal is new on the scene the last couple years and they really want to be recognized so this isn't a game to overlook by any stretch i mean i feel like this is one of the best games on the docket for sure this weekend but i do think that's a lot of points and maybe the over is a play too and if that number is going to keep coming down i just don't see remember pissing rain the whole game but coastal coastal's defense is good but are you they're not NC State with that athleticism on the outside. Are they really going to hone in on Willis and that offense that's been so good all year? So, I mean, I really like Liberty in this spot. This probably be a board play for me, and it sucks because I don't want to be on the flip side of Coastal right now, but I feel like this number is just something I can't go away from. Mm-hmm. Uh, America, you know where I'm going. These are my guys. They did it again last week. 17 points. We talked about it might be too much for them the last time they got a line like that. They push. It was no problem. Granted, it was Texas State, but they played close games all year as we went over. 
Uh, it was a blowout. I watched the whole game. It was it was an absolute blowout. Mm-hmm. They gave C.J. Maribel the ball uh, quite a bit, which is going to be vital this week as Liberty's pass defense is damn good. Uh, it's going to be raining a lot, so you have to give the ball to C.J. Maribel again. Ride that boy. He's he, That's a damn good football player. Uh, if they do that, seven sounds great to me. I love that the line's going up because Vegas thought they got it wrong. I got it seven as well. Uh, I love Coastal. I will always back these guys until they prove me wrong. Uh, if they're on the other side of it, so be it. They'll, they'll learn soon enough. I, I just am. I think the difference is just the schedule and who they've played each, right? Like three ACC games for um, Liberty, and you have the game against Kansas for Coastal on the other side. And, yes, App State is more than formidable opponent. Louisiana has shown that they are. Um, but I just feel like everything that they've gone through and everything that's been going Mind you, Liberty, if this line was the same against App State at 7 Coastal also would have hit that. Yeah, I mean, they win by eight. Late, and that's a better defense. Late I just feel like this it's is a, a game. Who has the ball? Offense. I feel yeah. like I feel like this might be a game where the, both might these go down. defenses are they're pretty square. Yeah, but you look like look at go look at who Liberty's played. Like that, I think Coastal scored just fine on them. I don't think their numbers yeah. really reflect what they are. I am um, worried about McCall in the rain making mistakes. Liberty's defense is. They, they create turnovers. They force turnovers. If they do that, yeah. this is my what like that play might actually happen. Well, what I'm thinking, but about I got to right ride now, with them. Yeah. They're my guys. Top so. of the head, like we're looking back to that App State game, right? McCall had a great first drive, beautiful ball, one play touchdown. Right, the rest of the game, it felt like he wasn't let loose as much. Um, I don't know if that's an offensive line issue where he couldn't get stuff off. Maybe he wasn't as confident. Maybe he was playing too um, non aggressive, just trying to get Maribel the ball and stuff like that. But this isn't a game where I feel like he can be that uptight. If they plan on holding the ball away from Liberty, that's one thing, but I think they're just going to want to be who they are and what's got them there. So I'm just hoping the college game day edition is kind of that extra think, push they need. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they don't fold under it. If it happens, it happens, but I got it right with my guys. They're rolling yeah. and I'm going to keep with them. I think this is going to be a game too where I might get up for game day this week because yeah. this week has been, or this year rather, that has been a weird watching game day thing. I haven't felt the like need to get up at 8 a.m. and watch these, but this might be a day I'm like, Hey, you know what? Something new. There's going to be people in the stands. Yep. All right. We're taking a massive turn from two very good teams to two absolute dog shit teams. We're going Bowling Green at Akron. Obviously, we talked about Akron this year. Not as much Bowling Green. Maybe a couple games here and there. Both these teams are 0-4. This is the Toilet Bowl of the week. Both of them are 1-3 against the spread. However, Akron is a favorite in this game by three points, and the over-under is 57 and a half. Uh, if you're betting Bowling Green, with who possibly has the worst defense I've ever seen, uh, they're plus 125 on the money line, and it's supposed to rain all game. So what happens? Uh, I'm well, not, yeah, you talk. I don't want to. <laughs> I think we owe it to our listeners to bet on this game or play this game or even talk about this game. I mean, we called it two or three weeks ago. I'm super excited about it. Apparently, the room doesn't seem that excited about it compared to me. Just what a what a beautiful game between two dog shit teams. <laughs> arguably, the top five, two of the top five worst teams in the country. I, I'm going to play Akron here simply for the fact that they have shown flashes. Whereas Their quarterback's not actually that. Bad. He's not. He's just not terrible. He's not terrible. <laughs> I've seen worse. <laughs> yeah, but Bowling Green has shown zero flashes of anything on offense they have kept zero games close me and jp watched a little bit of that uh akron ohio game where they surprised us i think they were 27 point underdogs they kept it what i don't know was it 10 points or something yeah somewhere around there and then i thought that was their only cover 
Yeah, and then they played Kent State a little close for a while. Just like I said, they've shown flashes they can compete and play in football games. Bowling Green is simply not there. Probably the worst team in the country. Akron minus three just seems like the regular. When I watched Bowling Green and Ohio play last week, I watched like two or three plays, and then I had to turn it off. Ohio was running. It was like it looked like a playground game, like where they just didn't want to tackle them. Uh, it was that bad of a defense. I think Akron's the right play here. I'm not going to touch it. I think oh. it's an awful, awful game. I love that Schaefer's doing it, though, because it's just money. Uh, no, don't touch that. Unless you're Jake Schaefer. Or you just like watching shitty football. I don't want to watch this game. I'll probably check the score later that night, but it's that bad. Nothing, JP? No. <laughs> JP doesn't even want to wow. talk. Wow. It's Maction. It's still Maction. It's not. It's barely Maction. Oh, this is the Maction of Maction. You could have St. Thomas. This is the best Maction you can get. You could have St. Thomas go over there, that D3 up there that just got kicked out of the MIAA, and go play these two teams, and they probably win. Okay, another big turn. Going back to the Big 12, back to the Power 5, West Virginia at Iowa State. Obviously, congrats to Schaefer's Iowa State Cyclones on their almost for-sure bid to the Big 12 title game. We'll get into that later. Iowa State, obviously, 7-2. and two. West Virginia, 5-3. and three. This is a 7-point spread in favor of the Cyclones. Over-under is only 49, and it's supposed to be beautiful weather in... Uh, Ames. In the old Ames, Iowa. In old Ames, Iowa. Hilton Magic present down, just down the road. Uh, West Virginia plus 220 on the money line. Schaefer, how are we feeling? Uh, first reaction after the Texas game was wasn't too sure about it. I thought that it could be a trap game for Iowa State. If they lose... That game had a trap game. Well, if they, Last week was not a trap game. No, no, no. They, no, they, no they, West Virginia oh, this week. Just, if they oh. lose this game, it doesn't really matter. Like Park said, we are pretty much in... Uh, But the more I see it and the more leading up to this week, I really like State covering seven points. It's senior day. Uh, They are putting fans back in the stands. It's going to get these seniors and this team fired up. And Matt Campbell's just too good of a coach to let this game uh, go under the rug. We want to finish 8-1 atop of the Big 12 uh, for the first place for sure. We don't want to leave that up to anybody. I think Matt Campbell's going to get them fired up. I think... West Virginia's got a good defensive line, very good interior defensive line. They're a good, solid team that's up and coming in the Big 12, but don't look for them to keep this within seven points. Maybe maybe a 10-point win by Iowa State. Yeah, I'm on the other side on this. I think um, West Virginia centered around stopping the run. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to let Brees Hall run the ball 25 times, and it's going to be West Virginia trying to stop Brees Hall. They're going to make Brock Purdy make plays, which he, last week he did show. Saying, he had a good game last week. I'll give you that. But that – isn't the same as this West Virginia defense. I think this West Virginia defense keeps it within seven. I don't – like seven's not a crazy number, no, but I no. can see why it's there. Um, but a slow defensive game is going to be in West Virginia's favor. Um, just a low-scoring battle, that's what they want. They don't want to get in a gun-and-run and shoot-em-out kind of game. Uh, uh, Jared Doge is going to have to have a big game against a solid ISU defense. They're going to have to be very good. Um, and I think looking at this, what would you say that? Over-under is? In what? This game right here, West uh, Virginia. 49. 49. See, the under doesn't sound scary to me here. No, but, it's not. And I, I get that it's a Big 12 game, all that hype around it. I get it's a college football game where unders are harder to hit. But I see this as a game that's going to be low scoring, like 20-24, something like that. And Iowa State gets a win in a situation where they need a win. Um, but it is a trap game. It is an interesting game to end the year for sure. Um here comes Brees Hall. This is what they're going to do. They're going to give him the ball. They're going to let him work. The offense has got to find ways to score other than Brees Hall, whether that's 
him maybe not scoring as much or him being a big setup guy for pretty downfield. So, a lot of senior days for the yeah, tight ends where you get him involved. And then back to what Schaefer was saying, this game can't be overlooked. I mean, you're in a situation where you're going to play for a Big 12 title, but you can't overlook this game because you don't want to regress before going into that game. So I do like West Virginia plus seven here. I just think the seven is too much for a line that has an over-under at 49. So I just – I see – Scoring on both sides, but not enough to hit that. And West Virginia plays good enough defense to stay in it. I do agree that it is a trap game. However, I would like the Cyclones in this situation for the lone reason that West Virginia is 0-3 on the road. Uh, they are 6-2 and against the spread on the year, and both of those two losses against the spread were obviously on the road. Uh, hopefully that happens here again. I will be playing the Cyclones at 7. Uh, hopefully Brees Hall has a big day. Uh, senior day obviously matters a lot. Fans in the stands. I think they're going to be rolling, keep it rolling. They're definitely not going to overlook this game because you do, like JP said, you do not want to go into the Big 12 title game off a bad loss to an average West Virginia team. Exactly, yeah. Okay. UCLA, Arizona State, back to the Pac-12. Arizona State is back. ASU 0-1 after that heartbreaking Week 1 loss to USC, Week 1 of the Pac-12. I see you, I mean, can't, you can't even say that. They haven't played forever either. No, Arizona they State's haven't. had issues with it. However, 1-0 against the spread. They did cover that game. Uh, UCLA two and two, three and one against the spread. They're not a bad team. They're kind of that middle of the road. Uh, they're just UCLA, you know. Uh, ASU three point favorites over under fifty five. And if you're betting UCLA's money line, you're plus one forty. Beautiful weather, obviously. Uh, Arizona State. Well, I mean, well, what's the play? I mean, looking at this game, you kind of look um, into Arizona State's one game, which is tough. Uh, they haven't played four games like UCLA has. But they do have Jane Daniels. They should have won that game against USC. It's kind of a weird situation for them. I think three is a good line for a team that's played one game and one that's played four. Uh, on the other side, you got to look at UCLA. They're having two wins is more than I think they expected to be at this point. Um, strange situations. I'm not sure if I'll play this game at all. But if I had to play, I'd take the Sun Devils for a simple reason that the boys will be in AC. I was going to say, look for us to be outside <laughs> the fence. Uh, kick off at 830. We might la- our plane might land in time to make the game. We wanted to get tickets to this game, but they the Pac-12 is not doing the whole. But yeah, you can thing. travel and play anybody outside your conference. I mean, <laughs> figure it the fuck out. Oh, yeah, but what we could do? They got a mountain on the side of their stadium. Yeah, we might go. We go climb the mountain, look in the see. We, we, we might be busy on Saturday. <laughs> we not tweeting. You know where we're at. <laughs> okay, I'm playing ASU here. I really love Jay Daniels' matchup here. Uh, UCLA's defense. Not very good against the rush. Not terrible, but they're even worse against the pass, and he can do both. Dual threat quarterback. Hopefully he slings it all around, as he did a bit against USC. Uh, He'll scramble, too, which they haven't seen all year. Uh, I'm definitely playing ASU here, and we might even be at the game, so now I'm definitely playing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I like Jane Daniels a lot, and I know we've hit on that a couple times, but I think the kid's a little too special to, after not playing, to be like, hey, we're going to lose a game to UCLA. I mean, this is a team that could contend for the Pac-12 South. So I like Arizona State for sure in this one. And I like Herm Edwards as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a toss-up. UCLA's lost to two pretty respectable teams. I've lost a little more respect um, for Oregon, who beat UCLA after last week's just terrible performance against Oregon State. Um, and they lost to the Colorado team, who's undefeated. So, I mean, Go and boss. then they've, they've beaten Cal and they've beaten Arizona pretty handily, two not very good teams. But, like you said, they have Daniels. This is a toss-up. If Arizona State hadn't not played in three weeks, uh, maybe I would lean Arizona State, but UCLA almost sounds like a pick to me. This could be a toss-up, but 
just the fact that Arizona State hasn't played in a couple of weeks makes me a little scared, which is what we, we don't get that very often uh, except for this year, this day and age with college exactly. football. It's just, it's just a different year. It's not necessarily talent. It's just it's a human element of not playing many games and having weird weeks off. So I got tough news, boys. I'm looking at the mountain next to the stadium. Can't see over the press we box. We got a hike. We oh can't see over the press box. Oh. Maybe we'll be in the plane. We'll be we'll see it over. <laughs> Flight delay. It's not okay. it's nine thirty. Yeah. Okay. Open floor before we jump to college basketball. Any last games? Oh the board's wow. a little weird this week. It is strange. I don't love the board. I like the board. Um a game I like. I like App State against Louisiana this week. App State's had Louisiana's number. I think um, Zach Thomas and the Mountaineers can get it back on track, get another big Sun Belt win, uh, just kind of end the year on a good note. But I do like them at two and a half. Um, another game I really, really like. We're going to flip back to the Maxion, and there's a thing here. Uh, told Schaefer about it one time. Little thing, I had an immortal lack of the century, all right? And I played this two years ago. I had Wyoming in their bowl game um, against Georgia State at 7. Bang, 1-0, right? I love Kent State this week against Miami of Ohio. I just think Kent State is going to score a dumb amount of points like they do every week and put Miami of Ohio 70 away. points last week. That's fine. Miami of Ohio's defense isn't very good. The offense needs a big show, and they only put up 24 Kent State favored by three over under 68 and a half. And if you're betting Miami, Ohio on the flip side of JP, you're plus 125. I mean, I really like Kent State here. I think they get a bounce back game in a situation where they are just simply a better team um, that puts up way too many points for Miami, Ohio to stay in it. So that's my two cents on that one. I really, 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 really like that game. Possibly an opinion change. Does your pick change if it's raining the whole game? No. Okay. Kent State, mortal lock. (laughs) Mortal lock of the year, the century of the day. Uh, I got two games uh, I really like this week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are we going with this? What? Is it time? No, no, no. It's it's not time. It's not time. It's not time. He built that up. I didn't know where he was going. No, but actually kind of bouncing off of that, uh, remember a few weeks ago I had lock of the week was Arkansas State versus UL Monroe. They are playing that game this week, and the line is still what it was at uh, three or four weeks ago. No, this is not my lock of the week. Um, but look for that, though. Arkansas State minus 21 against ULM. ULM gave up 70 points to a very slow Louisiana offense last week. Uh, like I talked about earlier a couple of weeks ago, Arkansas State's got a pretty good passing game that can give this UL Monroe team fits. I really like that game. Another game I like, oh, like is Oklahoma State minus 2.5 versus TCU. Uh, Oklahoma State's defense scared me a little bit last week. If they can limit the big plays against this TCU offense that's not very explosive, look for Oklahoma State just to win the game. I mean, just two and a half points. So those are two games. The Duggan train's coming, though. All right. The time has come. Four and one. Lock of the week. Wait, wait. Can I I put in a couple parlays before he gets this? Because I feel like this is the buildup. So I feel like if I go after. (laughs) Just kidding, fuck faces. you got to wait a little bit longer. longer. All right. Well, i got a couple college football parlays I'm interested in here. Um, first one's a money line parlay, Texas, Kent State, Purdue. That's plus 283, all money line plays. Um, Purdue has Nebraska, Kent State, Miami, Ohio, and I believe Texas has, oh shoot, I K-State. have K-State. So, I mean, that's a pretty good payout on that. This one is a bit riskier. It's all spreads. Um, Toledo minus 10, Florida minus 17 and a half, Wisconsin minus 14. Now you might look at the Wisconsin one and be like, they're playing Indiana. Well, no Penix. So, I mean, Wisconsin bounce back week. 
Indiana loses their star player. Yeah, well, Wisconsin maybe, yeah, say, if, maybe if Wisconsin can mo- score more than yeah. 14 points. We'll but that's see. plus 596. So uh, that's an interesting Sounds like one. a pretty good payday. Yeah. I okay. Mean, now it is time. <laughs> now it is time for Shaper's Lock of the Week 4 and 1. Book this. Get a pen. Get a piece of paper. Write it the fuck down because these are money. I have been taking it with him. Uh, obviously, I'm up with money. 4 and 1. And probably five and one if that game doesn't get canceled. You could play both of them yeah, this week. We'll see this weekend if it, if it hits. That might count as a double lock. Absolutely, week. we count that. Okay, shape. What is it? Uh so bouncing off of JP's parlay, I did like one of his picks actually. My lock of the week: Florida minus seventeen and a half against Tennessee. Put it in the parlay. Wow, Tennessee is bad. They're very bad. There's zero and five this season against the spread. Florida was up four last week. Uh, which looks shaky. I know Parks had it a low number, 23.5 against Kentucky. It looked like they weren't going to cover. Florida started screaming on offense. Still counts, half, baby. And they covered They covered some people's lines. That's why I really like it. They showed that in the second half they can put up a lot of points. This Tennessee team got smacked by that Kentucky team, only scoring seven points against Kentucky. Tennessee's really bad. I don't know where Vegas sees this. I just see that. Florida is the hottest team in the country. They have two of the best duos in the country with Kyle Pitts as their tight end and Kyle Trash, Heisman contender. Just too much to push on offense against a very bad Tennessee team. There's nothing much to it. That's just my lock. 17 and a half, Florida. Put it in the Pitts, parlay. Pitts might be the best tight end in the country. If you put the Kent State game and the uh, Florida game in the same parlay, the couple locks, I mean, that's a payday right there. <laughs> yeah, you got a plus exactly. Okay, we want to know, are you guys betting these off our card? If you are, like them this week. I want to see who's tailing us and who's up yeah. money because we fucking win exactly. a lot on this yeah. podcast. Uh, let's keep doing it. However, let's jump over to college basketball, kind of a new topic. We're just going to talk about one game. It's still too early to know anything. I listened to uh, Dickie V rant today about how there should be no rankings early in the year because nobody knows what the fuck's going on. So betters definitely don't. Uh, Georgetown loses to Navy tonight. Fuck. Okay. West Virginia at Gonzaga. Obviously a tournament-style game. Eight-point spread over under 154.5. If you're betting West Virginia, they're plus 320. Obviously Gonzaga still the number one team in the country. What happens? You're going to go first, Shafe. Yeah, well, I've watched both these teams this year so far. Uh, I watched West Virginia play South Dakota State the other night. Uh, watched a high school friend on SDSU. So I got a really good look at what West Virginia was all about. And then I did take Gonzaga uh, minus three and a half last week versus Kansas. Here's what's going to happen. I think Gonzaga's really going to take care of West Virginia, to be honest. Jalen Suggs really stood out to me. I know I talked about him last week, but he had a hell of a start for his first ever college basketball game. He's one of the best freshmen in the country. West Virginia, they have some size. They have two of the best uh, forwards in the country. But they just didn't look that explosive to me on offense against, I mean, no offense to my buddy, a very small South Dakota State team. Uh, They had Jordan McCabe. For some reason, he didn't start and he didn't get a lot of playing time. I'm not really sure what was up with that. I'm very surprised to see this under double digits. I would have expected it to be like 12 to 13. So I really like Gonzaga tomorrow, uh, minus eight. They just they have a lot of size. They got a lot of talent. Yeah, that's a good basketball team. And I think a lot of people, obviously, it's really early. A lot of people are being like, is Gonzaga like Villanova a couple years ago? Where you're like, wow, these, this team might just be head and shoulders better than everybody. Um, kind of one of those situations. It is early. Uh, I heard that West Virginia is not 
press Virginia this year as much. They're no, kinda, they, they didn't yeah. really they didn't press until I mean, the game got close. Exactly, and they're State. they're not really doing too much with that. I do like Gonzaga. Eight's a lot to land a basketball game. I don't know too much about. I will watch it. I will uh, help Schaefer out, cheer him on, or whatever. But I, I'm probably not going to play this game. Uh, I'm still learning on the hoops thing right now, so still learning as well. But I'm going to go with Schaefer. I like Gonzaga here. I watched them play for a bit the other night. They look damn good. Uh, they could beat. No, I'm not going to say they could beat some bad NBA teams because they're not that good. They just look that much better than most college basketball teams that I've watched. What do you? What I do you just want? don't. I just don't want to say. You know, I've never really been a Gonzaga fan. I've always thought they were overrated, but this team really stands out to me this year. I I legitimately think this Gonzaga team could win it all. I know it's early. I know it's the first week, but I I just that's what I think. Okay, Gonzaga. That's the play for a college basketball this week. Now it's time for the it's just money touch on the NFL. Let's go to Schaefer for his NFL parlay of the week. Probably money lines. Let's listen in. Yep. You know how I, how I like to play my NFL. Uh, just money line parlays. I have four teams this week. Give me Chiefs versus the Broncos. Uh, I did see that the Broncos are going to have their quarterbacks back, but that didn't matter the first time they played as the Chiefs smacked on them in Denver. Packers versus the Eagles. I don't know what's going on with the Eagles. Nobody does. Packers need to win. Carson Wentz is bad at football. That's what's happening. He's bad this year. Packers need to keep winning to clinch that NFC North division. Raiders versus the Jets. Like I said last week, people. The Jets need to lose every game. They want Trevor Lawrence. And then the Vikings versus the Jags. Not only do the Jags need to keep losing to try to get Trevor Lawrence, but the Vikings need to win to get in the playoff spot. Mm -hmm. This is the type of year, or this is the time of the year, where you're going to see teams, they need to win games. They can't afford to have those little slip-ups like they do early in the season. Look for those favorites to start actually winning games and taking their money lines. Yeah, I like... I like the Raiders, Titans, Packers, Dolphins. I think that's a parlay I'm looking at at plus 153. Uh, Miami is a huge favorite. That's just going to put on the back half of a parlay, maybe bump your money a little bit. Um, They have Cincinnati, obviously Green Bay. Shavers touched on them. I think Tennessee's interesting because they go and play Cleveland. Um, Cleveland needs wins, but Tennessee really needs wins. Um, They're looking to still be in a division title situation. So I think Tennessee, what they showed last week against the Colts, is a big deal. I think they're kind of hitting a stride. Derrick Henry's becoming Derrick Henry, right? Like he's, he's becoming who everybody thinks he is. It's late in the year. He's just going to keep running the ball. Um, better than anybody in the league. So I like that four leg parlay at plus plus one fifty three. I think that's just something, um, obviously with there's lower money lines here, but the Dolphins just kind of add about 10, 15 points on the back half of that. Only NFL play I liked that I looked at was the Vikings nine and a half against the Jags. The Jags are terrible. Kirk Cousins, one of the highest like QB ratings in the league last week. He's not as bad as people think. He has been before, uh, but they will pass the ball over the Jags. I think it'll be an easy 14 to 17 point win for the Vikes. They are in the hunt, so they do need to win. I think you'll see a hungry Vikings team on the field on Sunday. That is the NFL. Any finishing touches on games that we did not talk about over the entire topics? So college football, college basketball, NFL. Uh, I mean, I like Alabama rolling this week. I know America does. In They're basketball. Football, I'm sorry. Post words. That Alabama game got postponed against yeah. LSU again? Uh, maybe not. Let me look. Uh, say this, that, that game is a re-game. A re, uh, what do you a call re-game. it? A re-postponement. It's a re-game. Yeah. Words. Words are hard. Oh, ah. Uh, Penn State giving 11.5 to Rutgers. I know you're saying it's Rutgers, but Rutgers is showing a little life. They got two wins right now. They're 4-2 ATS. Penn State... Got a win against Michigan last week. No, Bama, LSU, still on. Well, 
Penn State got a win last week against Michigan. Michigan's whatever. Penn State's whatever. But 11 and a half is just a lot to give a Rutgers team that's got a little bit of life to them. So I look at that game as well. That's something I'd be interested in. Yeah, just hashing back to that. Alabama's on a roll. Look for them to kill LSU. Uh, weather came into effect last week uh, when rain was pouring down in College Station. That's why the game was a little closer than it should have been. And then this isn't a bet, but if you're not, if you're bored on Saturday, uh, Gonzaga versus Baylor in college basketball, one versus that's, two. That's going to be a hell of a game. I'm really excited. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. I mean, you look at Baylor, obviously picked to win the Big Twelve. Gonzaga picked to be the best non-power five school. Um, that's going to be a great game between two teams with a lot of size and two teams that have a very high ceiling. So both very good yep. guards, Jared Butler and so. Mm-hmm. So check that one out. Hoops is rolling. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, you have the um, Champions Classic tonight. I've won more than I expected. I'm gonna be honest. Well, I think I think oh, it's like, early. Yeah, early. It is early. Yeah, early in the year, I didn't expect a win early. Early in the year, usually when I look at hoops, I'm looking at guys that have come back um, from the years before. I look at um, offensive production a lot too because. Maybe your defense isn't quite in stride yet, but you're scoring points, you're scoring points. That's another thing. Those heavy favorites, those power fives playing, those really small schools, those have been hitting a lot this week or even last week. So if you're looking to bet college basketball, I think that it's just been straight up man-on-man, and they're just killing them right now. So look for those heavy favorites to be winners for you guys. Okay, back to college football really quick. We're going to talk about conference champions as picks. We're going to go with the big four conferences uh, and by Big Four, I mean the only relevant four in the playoff, and that's going to be the SEC, Big 12, Big 10, and the ACC. Uh, Ohio State might be in trouble if they get this game banged out this week. They're not going to the Big Ten championship game. Obviously, tough to argue a team into the playoff. However, starting with the ACC, Clemson is minus 400 to win it, Notre Dame plus 175, and the next team after that is Miami, Florida at plus 5,000. Who wins that conference? Yeah, I like Clemson. I, I like him because I think you get Trevor Lawrence back in a situation where you already lost to a team this year. Um, it's going to be hard to beat that team twice if you're Notre Dame, right? And it's Clemson with their best player, their number one pick of the draft. I like Clemson to win that conference. And maybe not a convincing game, but I think they win that game against Notre Dame and they'll be seven-point favorites. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is once-in-a-generation player. I like Notre Dame. I think they're a really good team. I think if they get beat by Clemson, they can still make the playoff. Um, but yeah, definitely give me Clemson. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's whack. I mean, you, I would say right now, I, my unpopular opinion, put in Notre Dame over Ohio State because I'm especially this game looks to, look for it to get maybe I'm not. I agree. I'm not Dan Patrick. I'm not going to say that, but look for that game to maybe get canceled this weekend. Well, I don't. That can yeah, shake up the entire playoff if Ohio State can't play this weekend. Yeah, and I think that's a real thing. Like if like we're talking about Dan Patrick, we'll credit the source. But he's, he had a source, so our source had a source kind of thing, um, that Ohio State's dealing with some things this week where um, guys are out with COVID or whatnot. But you also look at um, – they're probably going to try to play that game, everything in their power to play that yeah. game. Whether they're going to play with fourth straight yeah. corners if they have to. Yeah, I mean, they're going to play that game because they it's a game they could win, obviously, but it's that important to where they are right now. Is so. that why it's at 23-and-a-half against a dog shit team? I don't know if that's the reason. Is but I there's in Michigan? Guy. Yes. They no, got a speculation thing going on, but is that what Ohio State's playing this weekend, JP? Michigan? Yes. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I should have looked it up. We think it's going to get canceled. Very very know. I mean, that's how like I was sitting though. Like, Michigan State. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Michigan that's right. State. They played twenty three and a half Michigan. at Michigan State. Yeah, and I think that's a reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, watch out for that. I've heard things about it. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. If it does happen, there goes their shots at a Big Ten title game. Which that doesn't gonna, count them out, but in my but I'm saying in should. my book it counts. This out. year it should, and it shouldn't matter. 
Um, like in regular years, like if the situation you're talking about with Notre Dame and Clemson, it shouldn't matter this, if you lose that game. But this is what I'm saying: if Ohio State can't make the Big Ten title game and they would still get in the playoff, then you're proving that yeah, the, base, the Big Ten starting was just to put it, the Ohio State in. They could have played zero mm-hmm. games this year and they would have put them into the playoff. Yeah. So that for that reason only, credit somebody else who mm-hmm. can get in. If yeah. they don't credit someone else, I came up with this idea a couple weeks ago, a non-Power 5 college football playoff, Cincinnati, BYU, Coastal, and a team to be named. It would have been Liberty, but they have a loss now. It still might be, but that's a great Marshall. idea. We should do that. Marshall. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that would be fun to watch. They don't fun. have to play each other. They don't have to play the Power 5 winner, but I think they should all have a chance because it's such a fuck Before, before or Let's hit on the next conference. We'll go back to the Power 5 later. Okay. Or non-Power To five. the SEC, Alabama, obviously the favorite. Five minus five hundred. Next close team: Florida plus two fifty. Then A and M at plus ten thousand, and Georgia at plus twenty five thousand. Pretty heavy difference there. I feel like Alabama is going to be everybody's answer. Yeah, I mean it has to be right. Like they just look that good. Mac Jones looks that good. A little under the radar stuff though, but he's played super well. Um, Alabama is just that good. It's a saving team. It's another Alabama year where they're very good. Um, team to beat in the country, I think as well. A um, and M can't be a play. They got. Boat race by Alabama. They do have that win over Florida, but they're not going to get in the SEC title game. So, like, that's a pointless bet. I, at all. I think Florida is a completely different team than that uh, Texas A&M game. Yeah, I think, I think Florida are. could give Bama a game. I'm not saying they're going to beat them, obviously. But, I mean, when, when you have a Heisman contender at quarterback, they're obviously going to get every, mm-hmm. give every team a run for their money. So, I, I that would be a great game. Mac Jones versus Kyle Trask. That game's exciting to me. I think that spread would come out at, like, seven or something. But I think that comes down to Alabama defense against um, Florida's offense and a bad Florida defense playing a great Alabama offense. So, I mean, do you really think Florida can continue no. to score with Alabama? No, either do I. So, I think Alabama's your pick there. I think it'd I think be fun. It would be, if Florida beat Alabama, yeah, that, that, would, that, would, that would sit in like That would six screw up the college football yeah, playoff. But, really I, but that gets them in. Does Alabama get in if they lose to Florida? I See, I would put them both in. If Florida beats Alabama, I would see, put them both in. I would give you that because I don't. Like, looking, at this point, yeah, at this I point, I would say if Florida would beat Alabama and Clemson would beat Notre Dame, those are the four teams I'd put in. Fuck. I'm gonna be. I, I know that sounds crazy, and everybody's like, but "You oh, can't." Ohio what State, if Notre Ohio Dame Ohio goes State? undefeated, beats Clemson twice? You know, okay, then this, yeah, then Clemson's out. That's what I'm saying. If Clemson would beat Notre Dame, if Clemson loses twice, they're out too. But if Clemson beats Notre Dame and Florida would somehow magically beat. Alabama, which I don't think that's possible. But that's a crazy situation. Like it would a, be. That's a two conference playoff because I know. the Big Twelve already has two losses. We, we, the Big Ten yeah. may have Ohio State even eligible, or maybe they shouldn't be. Like we said, the Pac twelve is irrelevant because they're not going to even. I mean, they'll have six games under their belt. What do you know about them? The committee's kind of in the shit here because no matter what they choose, they're going to expand the playoff. Expand it. Expand it. Expand it to sixteen. What I just said should happen. That needs to happen. There's too many teams that are good to not give them a chance. They, it's too late for them to do it this year. But that's give them not. They'll all play. They'll all play. Let a non-power five win. Okay, Big Twelve. No lines anywhere to win this. That's not all I found. What? So that's crazy. Yeah, there's there's no lines anywhere. The closest I found are Oklahoma and Iowa State are both plus fifteen thousand to win the whole damn thing. Uh, I think that'll be the matchup there. What happens? I like Oklahoma. I, I don't think Me you too. get them twice. Um, sorry, Shafe. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a great, no, it's a it's great, a great year it's, for it's, Iowa State. I, I don't blame and they're them. in a great spot. They're on the up and up. They have been. And I think this isn't the peak, but they're damn near it, right? Um, I just think Oklahoma gets them. Again, same situation as 
Um, shoot, Clemson, Notre Dame. Can't beat a team twice. It's just too hard, especially when it's a team like Oklahoma. So Who's been playing how, how would, they have? Oklahoma's yeah, I would, been rolling. I would, disagree, I would agree normally, but Campbell has Oklahoma's number. May not – we're like – well, we're two and two in the last four years, and I think we're four and zero against the spread. So look for that. Look for Iowa State to cover in that game. I think they will be underdogs uh, in the Big Twelve title game against Oklahoma. I guarantee they'll cover because they're just that's they have Oklahoma's number. Premeditated lock. And yeah, maybe premeditated yeah, lock. Maybe. Pre-meditated. I, I can't put Iowa State as my it's own lock. Early, but uh, obviously I'm going to say Iowa State. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a close game either way. When you have a coach like Matt Campbell and we have two weeks to prepare for a great team like Oklahoma, I think they're going to be just fine. Is Oklahoma that good, and are they playing like a playoff team right now? Absolutely, but I, I think that Iowa State's just as talented. I don't so. think it matters if they Oklahoma wins that game, they don't get into the playoffs. No, I'm but, saying, but they're, they playing, they're playing yeah. since they've had that two-game losing. No, I'm, saying, like I'm just playoffs. saying overall, I don't think they deserve to be on. Two losses. They have out. been playing like the most pissed-off team in the country the last few weeks, and Spencer Rattler has been damn good. Uh, hate the guy as a person. Their defense has been the difference, though. The defense is very, very good right now. Yeah, I think Oklahoma wins that rematch. Uh, I feel bad saying that, but I, I truly do think it's really hard to beat a team twice, especially in a league like this. So I would take Oklahoma there, jump to the Big Ten. This is where it gets really fucked because yeah, we're so, in the week. So what happens if Ohio State doesn't It's got to be Northwestern. Dog shit laid by Northwestern. Do we have an Indiana... Uh, quarterback less team versus the Hawks or uh, Northwestern. Or? Well, do you really want to know who's in third place out East right now? It's Iowa. Yeah, East. No, no, no. Maryland. Maryland. Is third in the East. Right Iowa's now. the most is is only plus seventy five hundred to win the whole college well, football they, playoff. Yeah, that's uh, that's beside that. <laughs> but the, looking at this, like the East is where everything lies. The West is kind of not set in its ways, but it is. If Northwestern loses another game. They still have a tiebreaker against Iowa and Wisconsin, who's behind them. Iowa should have won that game. I'm not going to go into it. Wisconsin looked like dog shit against them. And uh, quite frankly, Northwestern just beat them to a point. But if, but Nebraska if, but if Wisconsin wins that. out and the Northwestern loses another game, they're in, right? No. Because they have one loss. No, so it would be two yeah. losses. So Wisconsin, if I think that Wisconsin's could very still going to play three games to be eligible for it. Yeah. But, I mean, looking... Yeah, it's going to be a messed up Big Ten title game. If I Even if Ohio State plays Thanks for starting West, in mid-October. Thanks, yeah, Big Ten. The West awesome. isn't going to be the West. Like the Nebraska-Iowa yeah. rematch Big Ten title. <laughs> Book it now. Oh, That's the only thing you can gosh. reach for. I mean, you're, you're checking right now to look at if Ohio State doesn't play this weekend. It's going to be a Penix list. Who's your team? And, that's what I'm saying. This is a mess. I mean, this that's just an absolute jumble. It's the, the opposite Ten. of what you thought was going to happen in the West, which is like usually the weaker side of the Big Ten. But you had Iowa and Wisconsin in that as your two teams. Iowa starts out terrible. Wisconsin puts up an egg a couple weeks ago, and you're like, okay, what now? So I'm think I would do, like. How do you pick a champ? If you have to pick a champion, you say Ohio State. They don't get in. Northwestern going to beat Indiana without Penix. I don't think the Big Con- Ten champs. The Cats. The college football playoff can't play without Ohio State. I think Ohio State will play this game this weekend. They'll do whatever it takes. They'll win the Big Ten, and they'll play. Let's go with Wisconsin right now. I think Northwestern's – I hate Northwestern. Hate them. I think they have another game to slip up. If Wisconsin wins out, it's Wisconsin and Ohio State, just like everybody predicted no, in the beginning. the Hawks are going to get Wisconsin. Oh, okay. There there you go. Yep, Hawks. Well, maybe. Northwestern <laughs> has to play Minnesota <laughs> yeah. and Illinois. Oh, just kidding. Minnesota just got canceled the game with Northwestern this week. Yep. Ooh. 
So Illinois. Big Ten, you're just... And their cross-platform game. Absolute jumble fuck in the Big Ten. you got to check your cross-platform game because they play the one-and-one, two-and-two on the um, the week after next. Hmm. So that'll be... I don't know. Northwestern Ohio State there. <laughs> Good news is Nebraska <laughs> plays someone shitty. <laughs> uh, okay. Heisman Trophy winner. Odds are out. Kyle Trask, minus 110. Mac Jones, second, plus 150. Trevor Lawrence, plus 500. Justin Fields, plus 1,000. That could change. Trash is, that's that's well, interesting. Think Those odds the, are interesting. The biggest names there. Games on there. Wait, that, that line, th- there's a lot of names on this. Uh, Ian Book, plus 2,200. Uh, Devontae Smith, plus 5,000. Zach Wilson, plus 5,000. Najee Harris, plus 8,000. Derek King, plus 10,000. Brock Purdy, plus 25,000. And Spencer Rattler right behind Not him. Not even a Brees Hall. Yeah, I say, did you say Brees? No Brees Hall on the list. Where are you getting these odds from? That is the Barstool Sportsbook. Shout out Barstool. Yeah, is, I, don't, I don't know. Well, anyway, There's a couple things. Brock Purdy's on the list. <laughs> In the top five that I've seen, it's Trask, um, uh, Zach Mac, Wilson, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Brees Hall, and... Is Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? I don't remember. Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Yeah, we'll put them both in there. They missed too many games. Yeah, they did. I see. That's why I think those two are out. Oh, I don't know. I kind of like Mac Jones coming from behind, especially if they win that game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised to see that Kyle Trask is minus one ten. That's very surprising. Mm -hmm. But look for. I don't know. This is this is an interesting Heisman Trophy win. Obviously, I would love for Brees to pop off in the next two games and. Give himself a run, but give it to Zach Wilson. Yeah. Guy's a baller anytime, any place except for Washington. Okay. <laughs> that wraps up another great episode of the It's Just Money podcast. I didn't mention it earlier, still presented by Two Brothers North, the premier duck hunting and guiding company in and on the Missouri River. Another great week, full of winners, full of information to fill those brains up. Let's fill those wallets up this weekend. I appreciate you joining all of us, and we'll see you next week. Deuces. See you in Arizona. Yeah.